I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to another episode of the Badass Mother podcast. Today, I am going to be talking to you about how to become more valuable to your clients. A little background on this, I believe that the way that we make more money is to bring more value into the world. And one of the best ways to do this is to be incredibly valuable to the clients you already have. So today, On this episode, I'm going to be sharing my suggestions for how to become more valuable to your clients. This can set you up for them telling everybody about you and you getting referrals, them renewing with you over and over. The existing client base that you currently have is a great place to get more clients, either by referrals or renewals. So today I have a bunch of suggestions for you of how to be more valuable to the clients you already have. The first one is to spend more time thinking about your clients and really pondering their struggles. I did a training on this in my Facebook group, Online Business Building Mamas. We will put a link to the training in the show notes. If you aren't a member of the group, you'll have to join to get in to see it. It is one of the techniques that I use to come up with great content, and it really is based on thinking about your clients. I also shared last week in my Facebook group something that I do where I go through and like look at my client roster, and we'll just go through... Just like a a thought um, that I want to share with each client or whatever the recent issue is that we've been coaching on and working on together. So thinking about the current clients that you have, not only is this going to give you some ways to help them and to be more valuable to them in that moment, it's going to give you some great ideas for content. Today in the shower, this happened to me. I was thinking about a client and something that she's struggling with right now. And just in that moment, I realized exactly why she's having the problem she's having. So after the shower, I ran down, grabbed my little um, iPad where I make notes for clients and jotted it down. So on our next call, I'm going to explain to her why she's having the problem that she's having and why she's stuck. So that is definitely valuable. You come up with solutions for your clients and you also come up with some really great content and ways to attract new clients and ways to speak to your clients with your content. The next way to become more valuable to your clients is spending time reflecting regularly on value. So what is value? What makes something valuable? How do you bring value? What is your value? Asking yourselves these kinds of questions and 
thinking and writing about it can help you come up with some really good ideas to become more valuable to your clients. It will help you to brainstorm. A lot of times I have clients who are like, I want to do a bonus. I want to do something extra. What should it be? And I always have them spend some time really thinking along these lines of what is value? What's the value they bring? What is extra value that they could bring that isn't just going to be more time, like an extra call or something like that. And they always come up with amazing ideas just from taking that time to really deeply think about value. Another way to become more valuable is to continue growing yourself. So growing your skills in your area of expertise and around your area of expertise, continue growing your mind and your personal development so that you always have more to offer. I kind of think of it as this. I'm always becoming a different person and not necessarily in like a a weird way, but the person that I am is always changing and it's always becoming better. And it's always getting at a higher and higher level because of the work that I do, because of the time and the money that I invest in myself and in my brain and in my skills. I'm always having more to offer to my clients. A lot of times I think the people who worked with me last year or at the beginning of this year, and we don't work together anymore. I just think like, wow, I don't even know who they worked with. Like I am a completely different coach than I was then. And then for the clients that I've had, like super long-term clients who have worked with me for over a year, I think just how interesting that is for them that there's always been new things that I've brought because of the work that I've done on myself in my knowledge and my skills and the ways that I personally have grown. It really impacts the work that I do. So I always think as long as I continue growing, as long as I keep developing myself and my skills, there's always going to be more for me to offer as my clients grow. It's not like they come to me for one phase and then they're done. There's always more as I get to new levels. Next thing, practice what you preach. So this one really depends on what it is that you do. For me as a business coach, this is about continually growing my business and getting more and more experience in all different areas of my business and really having that integrity of, I am getting the results that I am telling you I am. I am doing the things that I am telling you to do, or I have done them. And there aren't things that I'm teaching that I haven't done. And when I get stuck, I do the work that I teach my clients to do. It's not like it's just all growth and fun over here. There's a lot of work that I do to keep growing and I behave in the way that I would want my clients to behave when I feel like I'm stuck or discouraged. This can take a lot of different forms though. Not all of you are business coaches. So what this looks like is 
really just lining up what you do on inside your own business, inside your own self with what you are either doing or teaching for others. So for instance, if you're an Instagram specialist, you are your first client. You are doing all of that work on your own Instagram. You have a great Instagram account. And yeah, sometimes we get busy with client work, but continuing to make time for your own, I think is a really important piece of the work you do with clients, both because of the integrity side, right? That you aren't asking somebody to do something you're not or trying to sell something you don't have, but that you're kind of in the trenches with the people that you are working with or providing a service for that you know how to answer the questions that they're going to have because you've solved those for yourself. It's not like you're running an Instagram for a client and you've never done anything on yours and you don't know what to do. I think that idea of being your own first client is a really, really important one. So it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to have mastered what it is that you're teaching, but that you're doing the work. Next thing, focus on them and their needs when you communicate with them or are working with them. This is something I think about both during my coaching sessions with clients, but also in my consult calls with potential clients. I tell myself things like, this is her time. This is all about her. This is all about the decision she's making and I'm making about if this is the right fit and if this is going to serve her. This time is her time. I am here to serve her. Those kinds of thoughts on a consult. And then with my clients, something I love to remind myself of is she's renting out my brain for her business. It just feels like a great reminder that this is time to be completely focused on her and to not like in the back of my mind be thinking about what I need to do or anything like that. A lot of us um, on consults, especially when we're starting out in our businesses, have a lot of thoughts about wanting to sign a client and hoping they'll say yes. And these things can be major distractions from serving the person you're talking to in that moment. This was probably the number one mistake <laughs> that I made on consults. And I can just like, even just saying this, like I can think of certain consults where I'm like, yep, I was totally focused on me and either really liking her and wanting to work with her or wanting to make some money and trying to get a yes instead of serving her and thinking, if this is the only interaction that she'll ever have with a coach or with me, how do I want to show up? It's just so different than when I'm focused on getting a yes or getting a sale. Next thing, don't doubt your skills and abilities. This one I see a lot on a lot of us, whether you are providing a service for business owners or whether you are coaching them, whatever it is that you are doing, doubt totally kills the work that you're doing. I want you to think about 
If you're doubting your skills and abilities, if you're thinking I'm not that great, what happens then? What do you feel and what do you do versus when you aren't doubting your skills and abilities, when you're thinking I've got this, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm an expert. What are you thinking and feeling and doing? There's a huge difference there and it's a huge disservice to our clients when we're doubting our skills and abilities because it sets us up to live up to our expectations. So we either live up to the doubt or we live up to the belief. A lot of us tend to think doubting our skills and abilities somehow will like make us be good. That used to make sense to my brain. And now I'm like, I don't even understand why we would fall for that because it just, it doesn't make sense at all. And I see it happen a lot. I see it happen with VAs, with social media managers, with coaches, with so many of you out there. When you're focused on doubting yourself, the quality of your work tanks big time. So don't doubt your skills and abilities. Sometimes objectively, we need to grow them. We need to develop our skills, right? That was a point earlier. Keep growing yourself, but don't be in this place of doubt. Next, love them, believe in them, and let working together be fun and enjoyable. Sometimes as a coach in particular, I feel like the work can be a little heavy. Sometimes it is. Sometimes we're working through some hard stuff. And this for me is part of the secret sauce that I just always have this very loving feeling in my heart towards my clients. I always choose to believe in them and their goals and their potential and what I see for them. And of course, they can do the things that they want to do if they would just step out of the way. And I have so much compassion for how they're in the way and because that's what we all do as humans. And I really focus on even when our work is heavy, even when things could be hard, I still am committed to us having fun together, us having a nice relationship and our conversations together, our time together being enjoyable. Next thing, pay attention to their thoughts, feelings, and needs and stay out of your own. This is kind of like focusing on them, right? But I find this in particular with coaches, sometimes we are thinking a lot about what we think that the client might be thinking about us instead of really being focused on their thoughts and what they're doing and guiding them through that. I really encourage all of you to lean into assuming that your clients really love working with you and want more, no matter what kind of work you're doing together, instead of assuming that they're judging you or unhappy or don't want to be there. It's almost never about you. I've had a handful of clients who have hit real points of frustration and talked about quitting, not just coaching, but their business in general, and really hit this wall of unhappiness. And when I was a new coach, I would see these kinds of 
periods of frustration as like, I have done something wrong. I'm not good enough. I'm failing them. They hate me (laughs) and go down this whole spiral about how they think that I'm not a good coach and they don't like me and all of these things. Now, when it happens, I'm like, yeah, it looks like you've got a human brain. This is what human brains do. Sometimes we get frustrated and want to quit. Do you want to quit? (laughs) And I feel completely unattached. I know if I had a client quit, I would replace them. It would not be a big deal for me, but I really want to show my clients what they're thinking and how this is a pattern that they have had over their life, that things have gotten hard and they've decided something being hard means it's wrong. So I'm going to quit because it must be wrong and show them how that hasn't created what they wanted in their life. That hasn't served them towards their goals. And being unattached, like not making it mean anything about me and not having an agenda in that conversation really allows me to push hard on their thinking and really illuminate the thinking that's there and not be trying to control the outcome to make it go the way that I want it to go. It allows me to ask much harder questions. So for those of you who are coaches, that is a great approach for the rest of you. You want to just really understand where they're coming from and not make it something about you. Sometimes it is, right? Like sometimes we have to grow our skills or we made a mistake and we have to own up to it. So when we're in that place of not making it about us, we tend to then not get defensive when we've done something wrong and just own up to it and make amends and move forward from there. Final tip on being more valuable to your clients is staying calm and confident and remembering you're the expert and you've got this. People want to buy when they feel safe and they feel safe when you are the expert and you're owning it and you've got this and you're totally calm and confident. When people are on a call with me and I'm like, oh, I see exactly what you're doing in your business and I know exactly how to fix it. It's so easy. This is what I do all day literally from nine to three all day, every day, they feel so comfortable and safe to say yes. So you want to stay in that space with your potential clients, with your current clients, that they just feel like they're in good hands and you know exactly what to do. You're the expert. All right, mamas, I hope that this conversation about being more valuable to your clients has gotten you to start thinking. I know that you probably have many more ways that you could be more valuable to your clients. So I would love for you to take time to really write out all of the ways you could bring more value to your clients without adding extra time to what you're giving them, but just more value to what you're giving them. That'll be some great food for thought and food for journaling for all of you. And if you haven't yet, I would appreciate so much if you would go and rate and review the podcast. It is pretty simple in Apple Podcasts. You just go to the podcast page and scroll down. 
you can do a super quick rating or type up a little review. And I appreciate that so much. It helps Apple to know it's a good podcast and people should listen to it. It also helps me to know people are listening and they like it. It's resonating with them and it's just helpful all around. So if you haven't done it yet, I would appreciate that a lot. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com, M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com. 